It's the Hoffman Show, Team 980, always live as well on the free Odyssey app, streaming live on YouTube at the Team 980. Final show of 2023 is a football Friday driven by your local Honda dealer experience, power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. It is time, 5.30 on a Friday, for our NFL Picks so we go around the NFL, Anthony, how are we doing records-wise? Is it mathematically possible for you to catch me at this point in the season? I mean, it's mathematically possible for me to catch you. Will that happen? Ah, I don't think so. Um, how, far, how far back? Uh, I'm 11 games behind you. Yeah, that's, that'd be – I don't know that we're going to pick 11 games differently over the next two weeks. Yeah, I got some work to do. So – are you going to go for it, or are you going to try to get the best record you possibly can, even if that means you can't catch me? I'm just going to try to, you know, it's <clears throat> a great question, Craig. Uh, but I think I'm just going to try to, you know, win win as many games as I can. I'm not. I, I think, you know, I will concede. You have won. You've bested me for two years in a row. Oh, now don't you try, don't you try this reverse psychology thing? <laughs> don't you try to. All of a sudden, no. All right, play the music. It's time for the picks. Uh, and we're, we're both doing well. I'm just doing better. Uh, that, is, that is where we are right now with the picks, uh, which start, by the way, uh, do we give ourselves the Browns last night? We didn't officially pick it. I was going to pick the Browns. Yeah, uh, there mean, was no I way was, I was going to pick the Jets. Yeah, I, now, if I you want to help like, me out. And, I had you know, a you, flickering of a thought when uh, there was someone else who got ad- announced as out, and I was like, how many dudes are out for the Browns? I was like, they're still playing the Jets. Mm-hmm. Never mind. All right, so chalk one up uh, for each of us on that front, and let's get into the rest of the games. Joe Flacco just threw another touchdown. Uh, he had three last night, of course, in the Browns' win where they were up 34-17 to at halftime and clinched a playoff spot. Uh, by the way, the Browns have 11 wins, uh, something the Commanders have basically never done since they won the Super Bowl. Just one Saturday game this week, but it is a good one. Lions-Cowboys, special presentation of Monday Night Football on Saturday night. The higher-ups at ESPN are very happy for me for saying that. Uh, but it's Saturday Night Football in Dallas. Dallas has been incredible at home this year. They are five-and-a-half-point favorites, but the Lions have still been able to score when they've been, for instance, at Minnesota, uh, another team that plays on turf. In fact, they are 6-2 and two away from Detroit this year. They have played extremely well on the road. Uh, in fact, better at home uh, than they have on, or better on the road, 6-2, and two, than they have at home, where they are just 5-2. and two. Um, Yeah, it's, uh, this is going to be a good one, man. I I think I'm going to pick the Cowboys. They're 5.5-point favorites. They're awesome at home. They're coming off a tough loss. Like, they're going to want to bounce back. Um, but I think this is going to be, like, I, I would pick the Lions to cover. I think this is a high-scoring, like, 35-32 kind of game. Yeah, my gut is telling me that I should go with the Lions. However, the Cowboys just don't lose at home. They do lose in the month of December, though. That is the other thing. Like, honestly, <laughs> my gut is telling me Lions as well. But I'm also like, is that actually not my gut, but my like my emotions? Because I'm going to be rooting for the Lions exactly. for multiple reasons. One, I like the Lions. I've been I've been all in on them since Hard Knocks last year. It just mm-hmm. took him a half a season to get going. Two, if the Cowboys lose this game, 
I think that guarantees the Eagles win the division. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know what the tiebreakers are. Um, but I think if the Eagles win this weekend, it definitely guarantees the Eagles win the division, which means that the commanders, uh, game against the Cowboys in week 18 is a one o'clock game and not a four o'clock game. And for selfish reasons, I want that (laughs) this season doesn't need to last an extra three hours. It can be over by four twenty. So you're rooting for Dallas. I am. No, I'm rooting for Detroit. I mean, yes, my bad. Big time rooting for Detroit. You know what? Screw it. I'll get, I'll throw you a bone and I get to then root full heartedly for the Detroit Lions. Give me Detroit. You're going Detroit. I'm going. How about them Cowboys? All right. I may have just given you one, but that's the end <laughs> of the gifts Thank this you. Christmas season. Uh, 49ers, Commanders. One, two, three. 49ers. 49ers. However, I will say this. These are the types of games that dumb stuff happens in the NFL all the time. Like, it. How many times have we gone one, two, three this year? And not only does the, the team that got one, two, three cover, but they wind up winning outright. There mm-hmm. is no freaking reason the commanders should be within 20 of San Francisco in this game, considering the quality of the two teams, considering the coaching of the two teams, and considering the injury statuses of the two teams. San Francisco does have a lot of guys banged up, but Washington is three of their four secondary players out might be back. Like who knows what's going to happen for them at quarterback, potentially three offensive linemen out. And that's the kind of game that the uh, they're all, they're at home where they're terrible. They're one in five at home. The kind of game that the, the bad team wins sometimes. So maybe Washington covers the 13 and a half. No and right chance. now, by the way, the, the total is 49 and a half. So mm. they do think that if I, I think that's Some probably with the anticipation Jacoby plays. Yeah. And and they'll score a little bit. So we'll see. Patriots, Bills, uh, Buffalo, 14 point favorites at home. Uh, Belichick, very complimentary of Josh Allen this week, who is playing very good ball as of late, but the Bills also playing good team football. They're getting some of the defensive pieces back. And the Patriots, despite their win over the Broncos last week, still are not very good. Give me the Bills. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bills. I do think the Patriots will keep it kind of close. I think they cover the 14. I think 14 is a lot. Um, but, yeah, the Bills, the Bills are rolling right now. I do still want to see Stephon Diggs get involved. If he doesn't get involved before the playoffs start, I think they're a first-round exit. So, I think this week against the Bills, next week as well, uh, you you got some time to, you know, get that going a little bit. Falcons and Bears might be the low-key most interesting game of the weekend. Because these two teams' fates are very intertwined. Very intertwined. Um, one, this game could help determine... Either, like The loser of this game, their coach pro- might get fired. Not immediately after the game, but in the offseason. If the Falcons can pull to 8-8 eight and eight and like get a little bit closer and... Arthur Smith can convince Arthur Blank. They're like, hey, dude, I just need a quarterback. We thought Ritter was it. He's clearly not. We're going to try again. Um, my system is very quarterback friendly. It just that guy was really bad. Um, also, like, look what we did with Mariota a couple years ago. Oh, I think the quarterback that would actually be one of the best for the Atlanta Falcons is Justin Fields. If I'm Chicago, I'm calling Atlanta when the season's over and go, all right, what do you want? You, you, or here's what we want for Fields. 
Um, or if I'm Atlanta, I'm calling Chicago being like, what do you want? We want fields. We know you're going to draft Caleb Williams number one. Um, so that decision-making process for both sides, because I am less intrigued on that if I don't have Arthur Smith as my head coach if I'm Atlanta, um, is influenced by this game. And as I've said all along, if you are a Commanders fan, you need to root hard for the Bears to win enough games that Matt Eberflus doesn't get fired because then you are much more likely to get the head coach that you want this offseason. So, and actually, you know, low-key, kind of wacky bit. What if Arthur Smith gets fired and he winds up here? Wow. That's a wacky one. Yeah. Hadn't thought of that one, had you? I don't, I don't think I want that. What a weird full-circle thing that would be. If, if Fred Smith is forced to sell... And then Arthur winds up getting here after his dad is no longer part of the ownership group. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be weird. I mean, uh, we, we've already adopted one NFC South team. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I would much rather go a different direction. Yeah. I don't think Arthur Smith's a bad coach, though. Um, I don't think he's a great coach, though. So, you know, there's that. But I do think what he's built in Atlanta is, like, he's got a clear vision of how he wants to play. And I think he's done a good job of building to that vision. In Atlanta, just the quarterback situation has been terrible. I mean, they're seven and eight with abysmal quarterback play. Yeah. Like truly what the work, the people who hate Sam Howell the most think of Sam Howell. That's what Desmond Ritter has been for much of the year. Um, far more than Sam Howell was. So this is a low key interesting game. Um, high key interesting game, to be honest. Um, and I think Atlanta's going to win it. You're going with Atlanta? Yeah, Heineke so, can do enough. I ha- Oh, man, because this is another one where, like, I'm rooting for Chicago. I'm going with the Bears. I think the defense is going to rise up. No pun intended. Where are the Atlanta Falcons? Um, but I think also Justin Fields, I don't know. He He's just a playmaker, man. I think, I think he's going to be able to make some plays. The Falcons don't generate a lot, you know, of pressure on the quarterback. So I, I think he's going to be able to true. get off a little bit. Uh, I'm going with the Bears to win this. I, you know what? Nope. I really want to switch, but I already set my pick, so I'm not going to do that to you. I'll take Atlanta. Um, Help me out, Craig. That's two. The Falcons. I don't know. I will say the Falcons are a solid team, and Heineke is like the level of quarterback play that they need to to win a game like this. So we'll see. Raiders looked. Speaking of teams that have looked very good as of late, mm-hmm. especially defensively. And the Colts, who seem to be going tragically in the wrong direction. They do get Michael Pittman back, uh, who is one reception shy of a thousand or sorry, of a hundred on the year, or over a thousand yards receiving. Minshew, by the way, and obviously he's played most of the season, but a couple games shy of of a full complement. He's almost at three thousand yards passing good on gracious. the season. Uh he's got twenty nine forty, fourteen touchdowns, nine picks uh but tough tough sledding indy is favored by three and a half at home you taking your boys i would love to see you go first so i would love to see you go first and i bit that bullet on the last game that i didn't want to pick <laughs> oh man these I are just, tough this is the toughest slate of games to the pick thing that we've is had the in a Colts while. need this win right here like all these afc teams because they're so cluttered and it feels ah. like the Raiders, like, are they a little too close to the sun? Like, are they, is everyone just in on the Raiders, which means they'll drop one? I mean, the offense, I'm not too concerned about. The offense hasn't really done much, but their defense, they've been capitalizing Max Crosby. He's been a man possessed. They're turning the football or turning teams over like crazy, and exactly. Minshew is one to turn the football over. I'm going to go with my Colts. 
I'm gonna go with my Colts. You know what? So am I. I don't like that pick at all. I feel I feel gross it picking is the Colts. Tough, man. Just I feel like people are screaming at the radios saying, You idiots, what are you doing? It's the NFL. It's weird. Yeah. By the way, it's a bit of a stinky fish. Are they at why? home? Why they are at home. Why why would they be favored besides the fact that they're at home? There's no reason. So yeah. take them. Yeah. Sheehan, your theory better work. Uh Rams, Giants, Rams favored by five and a half. Uh, on the road, this is, uh, again, interesting. Tyrod Taylor back as the starter mm-hmm. for the Giants. Yep. Tommy DeVito has been sent back to the bench. Uh, it's amazing what happens when teams get a little bit of tape on you. Uh, lesson we're being reminded of league-wide. Uh, I'll take L.A. on the road. Yeah, I'm going with the Rams. Uh, Jonathan Gannon making his return to Philadelphia with the Cardinals. Philly, 12-point favorites at home. Uh, I think this one will be a little funky. Obviously, uh, Gannon knows the personnel there in Philadelphia quite well, but there's just too much talent uh, and not enough of it quite yet in Arizona. I'll take Philadelphia. Yeah, I'm going to go with the fly. Eagles fly as well. I just, I don't know. The, the, the Cardinals are the Cardinals. They stink. Yeah, they're just not very good. They play hard, yeah. um, but they're 1-7 on the road. They're 3-12 overall. Yeah. They can pull the upset. Uh we Number would love pick. That. Hello? We would love that. Hello? Hello? Go Hello? win the game. We're rooting um, for you. But I'm also kind of rooting for the Eagles selfishly because, again, I would like the Eagles to lin- clinch the division and the Cowboys uh, to guarantee that their game against the Commanders in Week 18 will be at 1 o'clock. Uh, Saints and Buccaneers, this is kind of a battle for the NFC South. The Falcons can still get involved, obviously, but uh, the, if the Buccaneers win this game, they are – like significantly in the driver's seat um and they've got the panthers to close things out next week so i don't know what the tiebreakers are but i think that the i think they can clinch the division with a win here um if not they can obviously set themselves up to just have to beat the lowly panthers in the finale uh bucks at home two and a half point favorites over the saints and i will take them yeah i think i'm gonna go with the bucks as well kamara uh he's questionable to play and if he's not playing, I don't know how much of their how much offensive success they'll have. So I think it'll be interesting. But the Bucks are also rolling. I don't I don't think the Saints are gonna uh, be able to slow them down. They're rolling, man. Yeah. Um, I wonder if I, I was just did a quick search for uh, Dennis Allen hot seat. Um, it doesn't seem like he's going to be on the hot seat. But I also wonder, who's the Saints offensive coordinator? Because they offensively have been hot garbage. Their defense has been pretty good, um, which is obviously uh, Dennis Allen's thing. Pete Carmichael Jr., whoever that is. But, like, that's a spot where I wonder, like, could EB be in the mix, you know? Mm. If if they want to bring back Carr, or even if they want to go with Jameis, like, do you do you take a veteran like if I've got a veteran quarterback who can handle some mental load and can handle some tough coaching, I'm all right with with Eric Bieniemy being my OC. If he, I've got a young quarterback, I this year proved I don't want him anywhere near that young quarterback. So if that's the case, like could EB wind up in New Orleans and try to revive that, what they're doing offensively? I think that could be an interesting fit 
um, down there. So just a, just a thought if they make a move because it seems like something's got to change on that staff in the offseason. They've obviously got good players, and they've got some some good fight to them. They're 7-8, and eight, but um, there's something missing there. Trevor Lawrence going to miss his uh, first start of the year. He has got that AC joint issue in his shoulder. Uh, Jags hosting the Panthers. I don't know, man. Backup quarterback. Can Carolina get to three? Ooh. Uh, Bryce has been playing a little bit better. He has, but that Jaguars defensive line, man. Ooh, this could be interesting. Uh, Am I really about to go with the Panthers? I don't know. Are you? I mean, I Jacksonville's four-point favorites. I thought I was about to go with the Pistons yesterday. Um, nah, the I, Panthers I think, have won more games recently than the Pistons. Yeah, and they play <laughs> once a week, yeah. and they're the Panthers. I think I'm gonna go with. I gotta go with the Jags. It is a win NFL though, dude. If it was at home, I would take Carolina in this. I'm gonna take Jacksonville. Yeah, I'm gonna take Jacksonville. C.J. Beathard, that defense steps up. Their defense has played pretty well this year, despite the offensive struggles. Um, Ugly game. Carolina's playing better, but they're still Carolina. Their roster is just really bad. Um, I'll take Jacksonville. You too? Yeah, I'm going with Jags. Uh, Dolphins, Ravens, probably the game of the weekend. Obviously, two juggernauts in the AFC. Uh Dolphins coming off their big win last week against the Cowboys. Did a really nice professional job closing out that game. Great. Great watch of Hard Knocks this week and some of the, the details going into the end of that game. Ravens obviously coming off the big win against San Francisco. Can they back it up against Miami? I'm going with the Ravens. I think they're the best team in football. I think I, I think this is going to be a good test for the Dolphins, but they will be without Waddle. So a lot yeah. of the tension is going to go to... Tyreek. You know, Tyree. But they still have chosen uh Anderson off the bench. And like he's he's he still a speech. Not Jalen Waddle. Yeah. But I, again, I'm going with the Ravens. I, I just think they're gonna be too much for the Dolphins to overcome. I do too. Um and obviously the offensive systems that they run in Miami and in San Francisco are very similar. Uh, it's a short week for the Ravens, but that helps a lot of the similar concepts, similar things they get to go against for Mike McDonald two weeks in a row. That said, Mike McDaniel now gets to watch the Ravens tape of what they did to Kyle in San Francisco and make adjustments. So that can kind of cut both ways. I gotta, I'm gonna take the Ravens and I'm gonna take the Ravens because I think it's probably the wise thing to do. I still, like, I don't know. I just don't like them because they don't win pretty. Like, I don't know. Stylistically, I just love the the Shanahan tree and, like, how they play football so much. And that's, like, half the league at this point. Yeah. Um, I just think so I, the I AFC think, North in general, man. Just how they win they just do They just yeah. do stuff different up there, and it yeah. works. It's so good. I mean, I, I love what, obviously, Munkin and, and them have done as well. Um and McDonald defensively, they just found ways to generate pressure, create turnovers. They take a guy like Kyle. I mean, they, they, they do something that I think this team, this organization needs to figure out how to do, which is take players who are really good at something, even if they have another weakness, and make, make them do the thing they're good at, like Kyle Hamilton. Okay, so he's not going to play single high safety in the post because he doesn't run a 4-4. He's a 4-6 guy. Okay, he's awesome at everything else. He's, he's probably going to be the best box player in the NFL in the next five years in terms of a, a defensive back that comes down. So you pass on him because he can't play single high in the post. So just don't make him play single high in the post. 
And like, that's what good organizations do. Mm -hmm. Debo with San Francisco, it's like, okay, so he's not a traditional Z wide receiver or X wide receiver. Make him Debo Samuel. He's, he's (laughs) incredible at that thing. Give him the ball, man. Yeah. Give him the ball and get the bleep out of the way or move the other guys to bleep out of the way. You're with Trent Williams. So, you know, that think like that. How do we make great players great? As opposed to how do we uh, box a great player into a, uh, a box that he's not actually good in? Um, anyway, the point is, I'm going to take the Ravens, but I kind of want to take the Dolphins, and I'm rooting for Miami. Titans, Texans, C.J. Stroud is back. Uh, any more analysis to add here, Anthony? Nope. All right, Texans? I'm going with the Texans, baby. Steelers, Seahawks. Steelers, of course, came back with that win last week. Seahawks, three-and-a-half-point favorites at home. I think that they will take it. I agree with you, Craig. I think I'm going to go with the Seahawks as well. I just, I'm just not a firm believer in the Steelers. But if the Steelers go on to win, they will cl- they will not clinch. Yeah, another it, 16 straight seasons for Tom. I think so. Now? It's all of them that he's coached. <laughs> Never been below one. 500. Uh, Chargers and Broncos. One, two, three. Barf. I mean, just a terrible football game. Obviously, Russell Wilson benched. Yeah. Who's even, who's starting for them? Stidham? Stidham versus Easton Stick? I think I'm going to go with Stick. The way he played last week, he had me a little scared for the Bills. Remember, they only won by two points last week. I know. <sighs> I don't really want to I'm picking the Chargers them. out of spite. I hate the Broncos. I hate Sean Payton right now. Did you hear uh, Ryan Clark on Get Up this morning? No, I did not. Oh, it's worth your time. He Ooh. took Sean Payton. Called him a thug. Oh, Took him to the woodshed. Uh, Bengals and Chiefs. Chiefs, six-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Bengals came crashing back down to earth last week. Is this the week Kansas City finally gets it right? They have had troubles in the past with uh, Lou Anaromo's defense. They, they, I think they this is it. Better I, believe, it right. I believe in Patty Mahomes. I'm going, I'm going with the Chiefs as well. I will never bet against Patrick Mahomes, ever. Kadarius Tony is out for the second straight week. Last but not least, or Sunday Night Football. Vikings, Packers, Vikings benching Nick Mullins. They are back to Jaron Hall, the rookie out of BYU at quarterback, and they are favored by a point at home. Yeah, the Packers won't be will be without Jair Alexander. I don't know who's going to check Justin Jefferson, but they've had their fair share of battles. By the way, we didn't talk about that story at all, which is crazy. That guy sucks. <laughs> He's a I don't know what was going up in here. He has he has done things over the years, <laughs> said things that are so disrespectful, so disconnected from reality. I'm just like, what is wrong with you, dude? Like, get well, come back to planet Earth. And I sound like an old guy yelling at a, a kid, and just like then he does something like that, and you're like, you know what? No, I'm right on this one. I'm right on this one. This guy not not with it. Yeah, he um, he, he was lunching on that one, but uh, I think I'm gonna I go. Hope he learns from it because he's super talented. Yeah. I wish I wish the best for him. Uh. We're going to pick this one at the same time. I don't know who you're picking. I actually don't know who I'm picking yet, but we're going to find out when three comes out of my mouth. One, two, three, Packers. Okay. Sorry, Kevin. All right, we get back (laughs) on the Hoffman Show. We will do our last bit of picking for 2023, our pick six, before Dave Johnson joins us at 615 here on the Team 980.